0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. That, oh, mistake. Reality, folks, we will defend ourselves if the government moves uh, to create a, an absolute tyranny and take away our guns. Uh, the point about the revolution and the restoration, we want to peacefully take back our country. The only question is, will the military industrial complex and in bed with tyrannical government allow us to do that? We pray the answer is yes. Time will tell. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Um, quick recap of yesterday's show kurt cosby was with us discussions of all things liberty localhoneyman.com you know kurt used to be with us every single day on the show now he's not with us every day uh but he joins us on occasion we grab him for an hour or two he should be on tomorrow with brian rust rustquinnagift.com uh tomorrow for an hour or so too uh so you know we, we welcome kurt back when we can get him he's a busy man got a lot of kids and grandkids and multiple businesses and you know hey he's busy he's working on buying some radio stations too so he's as he's in he's as involved as he's always been he's just taking a little bit of a different tact right now to try to grow our presence in the media and tell the tale of liberty so how do you like that anyway with Kurt, we talked a man who was uh, talked about a man who was 79 years old he goes to school to learn to curl his wife's hair yeah she got old and blind and couldn't curl her own hair without burning herself with a curling iron So this dude went to a salon and said, hey, I need you guys to teach me how to do this. And anyway, the salon people were happy, and it was just a great time all the way around. A great service-oriented story. Man, I guess he was married to his wife for like 50 years. Loved her, wanted to take care of her. And uh, Anyway, there you go. Pretty good story. We don't get very many of those wonderful service-oriented stories that go viral for all the right reasons. Service uh, from the salon to help this man, this man to help his wife, just good people doing good things everywhere. We need more of it. We also talked about a Chinese man smuggled himself to Taiwan in a rubber dinghy. Why? He wanted freedom and he wanted to jettison the communist nation. And the communists, though, a step up and warn hey, don't worry, not many people can leave our tyranny. (laughs) So there you go. What a sad tale to tell. People are fleeing Cuba for the United States under the same idea, right? All right, Bill and Melinda Gates announce divorce after 27 years. I get that they probably don't care about or believe in marriage in the first place. They could have stayed together forever. Why make this big old to do now? I don't know, but here's what I know. I hope their marriage was genuine, whether it was or not. I don't know. Uh, And I hope that they could stay together when I don't really believe in divorce. Now I get when there's abuse or something on occasion necessary. I understand And I'm not suggesting anybody should stay together uh, when they're abused or whatever else. But I am saying most divorces uh, usually aren't warranted. And people find out the grass is greener, they think, and then it's not. And, you know, a lot of people wish that they didn't go through the divorce, that, you know, hey, things weren't as bad as or they could have worked on things. And, you know, how do you know when that is? Again, if there's abuse or something like that going on or somebody will never change uh, from some, uh, you know, really destructive behaviors. Um, you know, uh, w- unwillingness to be faithful. Some of those things I get, divorce may, may be necessary. I also get, though, that most divorces, if we just humble ourselves, could be repaired. So I start promoting movies, believe it or not, with Kirk Crosby on the show. He's usually the movie guy, but this time I'm quoting the movies. And I talked about a movie called A Song for the Season, a great movie that kind of highlights, in my opinion, um, you know, how we can go about it. Uh, just look at the grandpa and his girlfriend, who eventually get married. But uh, for guidance on that, he's in the military or was a military man, and she wants to get married, and she's like, look, when, when are we going to quit dating? We've been dating going on four years now. When are we going to get married? He's like, you know what? I don't want to enlist again. Come on, because his wife passed away, right? Anyway, long story short, it's a great movie, a song for the season. I also talked about another movie, Fireproof, 2008. Uh, to save his mar- marriage, a firefighter decides to try to uh, do an experiment known as the love dare. And uh, anyway, marriage is important, folks. And, uh, you know, I get that you need to be, you know, careful about each person's relationship, and we don't know the internal details. But I do know in general, as an American, we shouldn't be thinking of marriage as something that you just do in Vegas and then divorces or something you just do at a drive-through. Okay, we need to think about commitments, and they're much more important than that in our very society. It depends on the fidelity to the God-given marriage covenant between a man and a woman. Let's be very, very clear indeed. Kirk Crosby also talked about he loves the movie It's a Wonderful Life, so we talked about that a bit. We talked about ICE.media update from Ben Swan, truthinmedia.com. They say their media service is about to rock and roll. They say we'll continue to update you as uh, we get more information about The release of the platform, we're hoping for September, they say. So, hey, we need more people in the media, that's for sure. Mike Lindell forecasts a game changer in Michigan with their court case. He says there will be an election fraud game changer. I hope they're right because I do believe there's election fraud, no doubt about it. But with the courts rejecting it and everything else, it's certainly hard to get the facts uh, in front of people, that's for sure. Kurt's working on purchasing radio stations. We talked about that. Can and will you help? Is the question. We need a group of patriots in each town to put together a few bucks. And before you know it, you could buy a radio station. All right, second hour. Yesterday, we talked to Patrick Simmons, National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. Do you live in a right to work state? 27 plus states are right to work states. And good. Turns out we talked about the article Union officials plead guilty to violent extortion. Williamson and Veach both pleaded guilty for conspiracy to commit Hobbes Act violent extortion. A former union official, Thomas Williamson Sr., I guess he's serving four years in prison for beating non-union workers. This is a recent story, folks. According to the DOJ, they're literally beating non-union workers to get them to comply. Uh, we also talked about the Rocky Dunn interview on Fox 26 Houston. Hey, Can employers require vaccinations? We talked about that a little bit. Sadly, the answer is by current law. They probably can. We'll get into that with our guest in seconds. We also talked about Alabama. Amazon workers overwhelmingly reject a union. And again, a lot of people would say, Sam, unions are good. They can bargain for. Hey, folks, forced unionism is communism, okay? Let's be very clear. Now, if you want to join or leave a workers group, to advocate with your boss for a better deal. And there's nothing wrong with people getting together to advocate for a cause. But remember, life is about individualism, not about collectivism. And remember that the second you give unions special privilege at the trough of government, you've entered the communism, slippery slope realm, to say the least. All right, in his first address to Congress, Biden declared white supremacist pose the most lethal terrorist threat in the United States. Biden's off his rocker joe biden's creating a secret police force to spy on trump supporters online biden eyeing private firms to help spy on americans and here's the way they lie about it they say what do we do about an ideology that's leading to violence and so what they do is they frame that because of course everybody in their right mind is going to go well by golly we can't have ideologies leading to violence well that's the lie ideologies don't lead to violence individual choices lead to violence. Guns don't kill people. People kill people, sometimes using guns. But the rest of us use guns to protect ourselves and to stop a tyrannical, abusive, thugocracy style government. That's what good people use guns for. Oh, that and to hunt and to do a bunch of other things. But the most important reason to have a gun, make no mistake about it, is to stop out of control government from getting too crazy. We talked about police in Ontario, for example, have locked the doors. Of a church to stop in-person worship see their real goal folks make no mistake about it is to attack and destroy christianity that's their satanic tyrannical goal and we better be wise enough to stop them all right without further ado news the networks refused to use today starts now and that ends our recap let's start with becky acres well-known author her incredible books, Hailstorm, an incredible book about Nathan Hale and Abducting Arnold, the other side of the Benedict Arnold story, I'm sure you haven't heard. Buy both novels before they're banned today. Search for them, Becky Akers, Abducting Arnold, Becky Akers, Hailstorm, and you'll find them online, available now. Becky, welcome.
2: Thank you, Sam. It's always a pleasure and a privilege.
1: Wow, that was a mouthful of recap news, wasn't it, Becky? (laughs)
2: Sounds like you've hit all the highlights, though.
1: All right, there you have it. I do that because sometimes people don't have enough time to listen to two hours of radio. But if people hear a little headline, sometimes they go back and and listen or research a topic, and I think that's always good uh, for educational purposes. Ron Paul emailed me with a serious, serious question, and it says, Does truth matter? It's a question, (laughs) and the answer to me is, it matters. And I know the answer to Becky is it matters. But you know, you got to wonder. So he writes, that's Ron Paul, dear Sam, the CDC is starting to really lose credibility quickly, which is good news for you and me. Just in the last few days, it was revealed that they are making dubious adjustments to their COVID testing to make the vaccines appear more effective Now think about that statement ladies and gentlemen this is serious business does the truth matter so it turns out the cdc now they had a cyclical number Uh, in other words these vaccine tests run on these cycles and if the number was above i think 35 fauci said then hey it might generate bogus results well most of the tests in the early days were above 35. now that people are vaccinated they're ratcheting down the number of cycles because they don't want to get what they claim to be false positives but if we continually adjust that number We're manipulating the reality. If the number of cycles was lower from the beginning, maybe we wouldn't have been able to justify the pandemic and or the response in the first place. Oh, let's talk about it with Becky Akers in seconds.
3: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.
4: Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm by a friend of Medjugorje. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.
1: Does Truth Matter, writes Ron Paul, they're literally manipulating the numbers regarding how the tests occur, the cycles relating to the tests, etc. In an effort to manipulate the public, they have the numbers high to create all kinds of false numbers in the first place, giving a serious uh, idea that we got a pandemic and we got to just panically do something about it. Is that a word, panically? (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, and then now they're kind of saying, well, wait a minute we got to cool off on the numbers we can't have after everybody's taken all these vaccines, all these positives and stuff like that. They're manipulating this thing, Becky, and they got they have been,
2: They've been manipulating it from the beginning, Sam. Uh, I'm sure you've gone over the videos and the um, events that occurred where Bill Gates and a bunch of his cronies would hold a simulation. Uh, You know, with a pandemic as the thing being simulated, in fact, they held one of these in October, I believe it was, of 2019, right before everything hit in January, very similar to the simulation that was held for 9 11, um, you know, and then predicted. and warned us all that the government was going to pull off 9-11. Uh, it's the same thing with this pandemic, and it was all planned. It's been in the works for decades. Um, it's really shocking when you read about all of the preparation for it, all of the um, forethought and planning that went into it. Bill Gates buying up the World Health Organization, buying up the CDC. He's a major contributor to both Um and others as well. Uh, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum uh, contributes heavily to many governments. This is why governments all fell in line with this pandemic. I've been amazed since the very beginning, Sam, at how regardless of their differing languages, differing cultures, differing numbers of population, differing histories, differing traditions, all governments, pretty much, almost without exception, there are a few ones here and there that didn't fall in line, but virtually every government worldwide instituted the exact same measures, reacted exactly the same to a virus that, first of all, may not even exist. Remember, it's never been isolated. That's a huge clue, it may not even exist. Uh, Secondly, if it does exist, kill something like 000001 percent of a population. Okay, I mean, it's insane what has been going on. But the thing that really struck me, aside from the insanity, is how every nation around the world reacted exactly the same way to the initial news, okay? And this has been obviously planned. And you have to be an enormous COVID idiot not
1: to see that. It's hard to even know how to respond to (laughs) such an organized, global, tyrannical, dishonest agenda. Yeah. Okay, this is worldwide. This is coordinated, as you wisely point out. Uh, This is organized at the highest levels. And, you know, you talk about this cyclical threshold required for these vaccine testings. They've known that above 35 cycles can give false tests, but most of the systems run it above 35 cycles. They let that go, let that go, let that go. When we brought it up, they're like, "Ah, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. You're you're you know you don't even know. You don't have a degree. You're not scientific. We're going by the science." And then now the WHO even admits, "Hey, you know what? <clears throat> These high cycle count tests can create positive, uh, false positive results, etc." They're admitting to that now that the vaccines are out. I find that very interesting.
2: Yes, yes. I saw a story this morning. The Seychelles, which is an archipelago of about 98,000 citizens in the Indian Ocean, uh, has the highest vaccination rate in the world. 62.2% of Seychelles serfs have been vaccinated, and yet the virus cases are surging. Let's remember too, Sam, uh, that they have changed the definitions of various words that are used to describe illness and pandemics and things. Case is one of those. Previously, a case referred to someone who was so sick with an illness, whatever it might be, that he required medical care and hospitalization. Okay, no just going to bed and gargling and and getting up in a couple of days and going about your business like you do with the flu. Uh, Case is somebody sick enough to require medical intervention, okay? That has been changed with this pandemic. It was officially changed, I believe. You may want to check me on this, folks, but I believe I read that the CDC officially changed that. Um, But in any case, the media and the various health Nazis have de facto changed the meaning to anyone who gets a positive test for coronavirus. That way, when they talk about cases... We all, all of us non-medical people may not be aware of the official definition of case that it requires medical intervention, but it's a scary word because we've picked that up subliminally, okay, since that's the way it was all used, and that carried over into the pandemic. They have changed that word's definition to suit their agenda, to make people even more fearful than they already were, so it's so entirely evil, Sam. You know, that's a good way to tell evil. It lies and deceives every single time. There is no truth in evil. It will beguile you. It will lie to you. It will deceive you as much as it possibly can. And I I can't imagine why anyone needs more proof that this pandemic is satanic than the fact that it's built on a bunch of lies.
1: Wow. And not only that, the media hasn't really covered the fact that the WHO has admitted these false positives uh, also. Uh, So, you know, we have this evidence. We have this knowledge. Even Anthony Fauci said above 35 uh, cycles can produce false results. The WHO has said that now. But nobody knows of all the numbers. You know, when we say, oh, my gosh, all these people have been tested positive for the cocoa. We don't even know what cycles have been used for these tests, and we know that most of the testing systems are using above, or at least they were until the vaccines came out. Now, all they got to do is reduce the cycle rates, say, hey, you know what? The numbers are plummeting. By golly, that's proof the vaccine works. I mean, this couldn't be more sinister. This couldn't be more evil and deceptive and plotting and planning to deceive the people if they tried. I mean, and it's crazy. People don't
2: call them on it. As you said, the media is silent. The media is so silent on anything that negates the official narrative, and I'm curious about that, too. I cannot understand folks who are so um, devoted to the pandemic, who are so fearful of their own lives that they don't notice things like you know what? I never hear the other side of the story. You know what? When I, when the the media runs a story, they interview people from the CDC and the WHO exclusively. And every single outside quote expert they cite echoes what those two say. That's impossible. That is not how doctors operate. You get two doctors in a room and you have three opinions on what the problem is. Why does this not get through? It's, it's as though, all the COVIDiots have suspended their cynicism, have suspended their skepticism, have suspended any kind of common sense. They don't seem to see how much the various authorities are benefiting from all these lies. They don't seem to see what the uh, PCR tests have done, what, how they rely, the authorities rely on that and this falsehoods. That, uh, you know, and, and here they try to give evidence, quote, to back up their falsehoods by monkeying around with how many cycles, et cetera, and changing the definitions midstream. I mean, Sam, this is all just so suspicious. How is it that ordinary people out there don't see through this? It's not rocket science. I've been amazed by that too, Sam, how ham fisted the propaganda is it's not like they're even trying that hard to hide the fact that it's propaganda anymore. And people buy it. I'm just astounded. It's like you went into a used car dealership and the salesman tried to tell you, Hey, every car we have, little old lady owned it. And the only place she drove was church on Sunday mornings. And the church was one mile down the road. Take my word for every single car here. And yes, they're a little bit, high in price we started at 100,000 and we go up to $150,000 per car but that's because they're all in such great condition and would you would you accept what the salesman is trying to tell you who stands to make a huge killing on his commission or would you say wait a minute this doesn't make sense how can they possibly be this many little old ladies who only drove to church on Sunday makes no sense and yet something as nonsensical as the pandemic too many Americans, too many people worldwide are swallowing without any suspicion or doubt.
1: Yes, they are. And ladies and gentlemen, Becky Akers with us. I want to get into this because she talked about the profit motive, etc. I've got some shocking information for you coming up in seconds. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live radio program.
0: Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA Radio News with Lance
6: Pride. A juror in the Derek Chauvin murder trial of George Floyd may have given the former Minneapolis police officer justification for a new trial. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more.
3: Brandon Mitchell, a juror in the Derek Chauvin trial may have jeopardized a guilty verdict by attending a rally last year and wearing a get your knee off our neck slash BLM t-shirt raising questions about whether he told the truth during jury selection. Mitchell known as juror 52 told minneapolis news outlets monday that he attended the august 28th march in washington dc featuring speeches by george Floyd's siblings while a photo circulating online of him and his cousins show the t-shirt as well as a black lives matter hat
6: even though he was found guilty of three counts under minnesota statutes he'll only be sentenced on the most serious one second degree murder mr chauvin will be sentenced at 2 30 p.m eastern june 25th usa radio news
5: who's really running the country joe biden The first lady, Kamala Harris, maybe Barack Obama. Already, Kamala Harris is the most powerful vice president in history. All this week, Newsmax's Greg Kelly asks the tough questions about Joe Biden and who's really in charge at the White House. Every night this week, Greg Kelly is on Newsmax giving you the news you need to know. So watch Greg Kelly tonight at 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern and see his series, Who's Really in Charge? Newsmax TV is America's fourth highest rated cable news network. Everyone is talking about Newsmax. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system, tell them you want it. Or get Newsmax free on your smart TV. Or tune into Roku, Amazon Fire, Pluto, Zumo, or YouTube. Or just download the free Newsmax TV app on your smartphone and watch us anytime, anywhere. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. So should you.
6: A New Jersey school nurse who claimed masks were dangerous for children has been suspended. Erin Pine refused to wear a mask herself and said that masks were ineffective in protecting against the spread of COVID-19 among students. Ms. Pine tells Fox News why she disagrees with the mask mandate.
7: Well, I was witnessing children being harmed um, by these masks on a multifactorial level. So I've seen kids come in with all kinds of dirty masks, um, the same mask for weeks, uh, surgical masks that have food and dirt on them and i had a student come to me he came to the nurse's office and said he couldn't breathe he was wearing a bandana type of mask that was tied around his neck and another nurse was with me at the time and we said okay let's take it off and we'll give you a surgical mask and he said i can't take this mask off i've been wearing it for two weeks
6: her bosses at stafford township school district have taken action against her as aaron has been suspended without pay pending the outcome of a hearing scheduled for May 10th. USA Radio News.
1: You're live and on the radio. Actually, we're live. You're Wait, we're all alive. Thank the heavens for that, ladies and gentlemen. The COVID, they want you to believe we're all dead. Or if you're not dead, you're going to be dead soon. They lie, ladies and gentlemen. Becky Akers riding shotgun on the broadcast today. We talked about Ron Paul's article, Does Truth Matter? The World Health Organization released a guidance memo on December 14th warning that the high cyclical thresholds for the PCR test could result in false positives the who advised that hey you know what why are they telling us this what what's going on the who basically saying false positive well now it turns out Fauci and the FDA agree so they're telling us this a year later wow folks does truth matter it's a serious question big time folks they're making dubious adjustments to their testing now to uh manipulate us into believing that all oh, the cocoa vaccine works very scary reality check ladies and gentlemen to say the least but it gets worse because now they're looking to get americans all vaccinated the problem is that the vaccinations at first were just everybody was in line everybody was all over it now they say that the vaccine lines are empty and they're having to close vaccine clinics and nobody wants the coco vax anymore so they're looking to get americans vaccinated what they're starting to do is offer cash rewards so, your employer or your government would offer you like a hundred bucks to take the jab. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, talk about desperation on these people's parts, Becky. They're crazy.
2: <laughs> I am astounded uh, again at the inability of a serf to put together two and two. If the vaccines are so effective, why do those people who've received them care whether the rest of us get them or not? I mean, it's, it's like saying I am out to just force everyone who smokes into exile so I don't have to be around them anymore, except that there, there is some argument for that because we all know secondhand smoke is very dangerous. But why do I care? If I'm not smoking, what harm does it do me if someone on the other side of the country enjoys his cigarettes, I I don't care. It doesn't matter to me in the best of all possible worlds, Yes. He wouldn't smoke. Likewise, why are these uh, pro vaccine people so concerned about whether I get a shot? It, It should have no bearing if the vaccines are effective, should have no bearing on their status. Now, in fact, Sam, we all know these are not vaccines they are genetic therapy okay and they are
1: hold on not only are they genetic therapy but they are experimental at best genetic therapies
2: they are not only experimental but they are illegally being forced on people okay so if you are in a situation where your employer or your school is requiring you to take an experimental drug, they are breaking national and international law. And rather than subject yourself to this experimental therapy that is killing people, that is paralyzing and blinding people, that is causing miscarriages, that is seeing other babies die in their mother's arms just from being near the vaccinated mother rather than subject yourself to this sort of medical abuse i would call the employer or the school to account write the administrator whoever's the the chief of the organization and say you are breaking international and national law i will not take this i will take you to court if you continue to insist on this so They are absolutely illegal, Sam, to require anyone to submit. This went out with Nuremberg uh, after Nuremberg was so uh, hot on medical experimentation in Nazi Germany. This was an international law that was passed. You cannot require any human being to submit to an experimental medical procedure.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, if the CDC was honest from the start, the case count would have been a whole lot lower. And the fear-mongering could not have taken such a foothold across the country. That's worth noting as well. Now they're literally talking about doing a different cyclical count on these tests based on if you've been vaccinated or not, because they don't want false positives letting people know the vaccines are not safe, they're not effective, and they want to basically push for a cash reward to do it. Now listen to this. Pfizer makes huge profits off vaccines. The company said that its vaccine generated $3.5 billion in revenue in the first three months of this year alone, Becky.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, and, and it goes back to what I was saying before about there just doesn't seem to be any kind of skepticism among the COVIDiots. They, they never ask themselves who's profiting from this pandemic and how much are they profiting? And why are they trying to sell me on it so hard? Why do they expect me to suspend my common sense when I look at the data that they say is, is good, uh, you know, why are they changing definitions of words? Why are they manipulating, manipulating, manipulating?
1: All right, it gets worse, folks, and I'll tell you why, because I don't even know that their goal has anything to do with your health. They want you to believe that it does. They want you to believe that they want you to be safe and, uh, you know, they want to stop the spread of the COVID virus. But I don't believe that. In fact, I think they're trying to ratchet up people getting sick because it pushes for their narrative. All right. Not only is Pfizer making huge profits, not only are they literally trying to force us to take the vaccines, here's how they're going about it. The question is, can vaccines be forced on people under current law? It's a serious question. Can vaccines be forced onto people by current law believe it or not they're all claiming all over the country all these supposed experts they're saying yes now i don't agree with that because i think it's absolutely completely psychotically immoral unconstitutional every other thing but they're literally saying the law backs especially in pandemic national emergency status that hey (laughs) yes they can force the vaccines on us becky
2: well, for one thing, Sam, again, these are not vaccines. One of them is, I think it's Pfizer's, it technically meets the definition of a vaccine because it includes uh, particles of the coronavirus. And by the way, Yeah, but hold on, let's be is... very
1: clear. And I've studied this in detail. It doesn't contain particles of the coronavirus. They've even lied there because they don't have the coronavirus isolated. What it does is it contains particles of another virus. If you study carefully, uh, you'll find out they've even played games with that
2: yes and I the I don't Sam I haven't studied this to the depth that you have but my understanding is it contains particles of other coronavirus because coronavirus that's is a very large that's right a virus that's right
1: I guess my point is it's not covid 19 which people are led no. to believe it's different coronaviruses kind of like the cold and other other kind of strains uh, or other kind of Uh, whatever term you want to use. But uh, the point that I'm getting at is it's not the virus we think it is, or the virus we claim we're fighting, therefore the deception. But, yeah, it's true, corona, because that's a big tent. Right. So uh,
2: with the exception of that one, quote, vaccine, the, the rest are gene therapy. We need to stop calling them vaccines okay there is a court case from i think 1905 in which the supreme court which is um which overstepped its authority under the constitution and often does and is pretty much legislating now instead of merely deciding on laws and it was doing that the day it came up with this one it ruled that it is perfectly permissible for states to require vaccinations okay we have an out, all right? First of all, it's an unjust law. It was a horrible decision. That's fine, but that is reality today, and states are going to rely on that. We need to keep pounding home the reality and truth that these are not vaccines. They are not. They are genetic therapy. They are messing with your DNA. They have nothing to do with vaccines. This is why places like the Seychelles are seeing a surge in pneumonia and flu and colds, which they're all lumping together under coronavirus. But that's why. People have not been inoculated against the coronavirus family. They are undergoing instead gene therapy it's experimental this has never been done on a wide scale there have been no human subjects studied after receiving uh, gene therapy we don't know how it's going to affect us down the road intriguingly sam uh and you can probably back me up on this i've read that when animal studies were conducted with these every single animal died
1: All kinds of failures have been. What they try to do is tell you, oh, this has been around for a long time. We've been working on this kind of stuff, not really for the cocoa, but for other things for a long time. That's right. But all your studies have been failures as well. We'll talk about that, too, coming up. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. the problem is ladies and gentlemen these aren't even vaccines of the traditional term so the government's now being forced to admit there's not a legitimate single definition of a vaccine that's what they say on one hand Uh, On the other hand, what they say is, A, the term vaccine can mean different things when used in different contexts. They are reaching like you've never seen before. They know. So Pfizer makes huge profits off of fake vaccine. Pfizer generated $3.5 billion in the first three months of this year alone. Can the jab be forced upon people under current law? They're all over the country saying, yes, I say they're criminals. Now, the push for the Utah, I'm sorry, push for U.S. vaccine passport grows. Now, I want to talk about this uh, as well, Becky. This is very interesting. Uh, they, you know, when you think of forced vaccines, you think they're going to force you to take the jab. They're going to hold you down, stick a needle in your arm or something like that. They're not going to go about it that way because they know the people, even people who believe in and like the vaccine, will start to revolt. They'll just say, no way, uh, because it's just too hostile especially if you were to take pictures of people being held down and forced to take the jab. Never mind the fact that that was done by a sheriff and other people in California to very unique sectors of our society. Uh, Nevertheless, I digress. The reality is they won't force it that way because they know it'll be too draconian and too in your face and people will reject it. What they will do is the government will come out, which they've already done, and say, look, we're not going to force this vaccine. Uh, No, sir. Uh, we really want you to take it. We'll really encourage you. We'll even give cash incentives, but we're not going to force you. But then what they'll do is behind the scenes, they'll work with airlines, they'll work with you know train, uh, you know transportation companies, trains, etc. They'll work with big, huge corporate partners like Uber and the airlines and big companies like Walmart and Sam's Club and Costco and you know you name 20 companies and you've pretty much got 90% of the. Reality locked up and they'll say those people have every right to push whatever they want. They can mandate vaccines for their employees They can mandate vaccines if you go into their stores or into their venues if it's a sporting event, etc, etc, etc And so it's not us the government these private sectors have every right to do what they want with their private property and they will use these quote battle of rights to drive a wedge Between us And big business and what government will do is create a fascist trifecta, which will be big government in bed with, quote, big science. <laughs> I use science with derision in this case. Big government in bed with, quote, big science in bed with, quote, the big corporate world. And they'll create a fascist trifecta, uh, thus saying it's not our fault. These companies have every right. And, and they'll lie to us. And then what they'll do is say the only way these companies can know is that we have a passport, a vaccine passport, and we got to have consistency. Um, and so therefore, hey, you know, the push for Utah, I mean, a push for U.S. passport grows as Canada announces its own, quote, vaccine passport. Now they say the G7 nations are in a conversation of how that might look. So they're literally going after this forced scenario in a very, very, misleading, dishonest way where we never forced you, Becky, but you can't leave your house or do anything if you don't have it there. What do you say?
2: Yes, I have seen speculation that uh, the vaccine passport will also be tied to your bank account. And even people who are, you know, in other words, you cannot get your money unless you submit to the jab. Even people who are wildly in favor of this uh, gene therapy, and who are convinced that the fact that I didn't get a jab endangers their lives. I would hope and pray that they are smart enough to see what they are asking for when they cheer and champion vaccine passports. You are basically asking for 24-7 surveillance of everything you do, not what I do, what you do. Um, The government is going to be able to follow you everywhere. Uh, I've seen speculation, Sam, that um, these passports will become apps on phones. Uh, It will allow health officials, quote, the public health Nazis, to monitor everything you do and say everywhere you go. Uh, Nothing, no financial transaction that you make is going to be private anymore. This is uh, another reason they're pushing to get rid of cash so that everything you do you know for a while they were using the excuse of the pandemic oh cash is so dirty we have to get rid of it we'll only accept credit cards now well this is an attempt to destroy your financial anonymity so that the government can track track absolutely every financial transaction you make um all of this is leading to a panopticon <laughs> that we have never seen before and I hope and pray people wake up and realize even if you are highly in favor of vaccine passports, you are need or I'm sorry, in favor the vaccine. You need to understand what a passport would involve. And by the way, Sam, the White House did come out with an official announcement. They will not impose vaccine passports. They're just going to set guidelines that's code for we will pressure business and corporation to require these and to keep unvaccinated americans out of their premises
1: there you have it ladies and gentlemen it's hard to even fathom this happening in america but they are going for broke on two main goals okay and they're flat out lies one is to use the covid to use the cocoa to literally force us all to change the whole nature of our society and our government and get us to do it willingly. All right, and this is serious, so that's number one. The number two is, and we'll talk about this next hour a little bit, they wanna use climate change as their second dishonest fraudulent manipulation. And these two Hegelian dialectic style discussions, Because you're only allowed to choose A. You either get vaccinated and wear masks everywhere and give up all your your freedom and your liberty on this altar of so-called security, or you're an enemy to the state, a terrorist, if you will. And then the same thing will be true with climate change. They've already threatened to arrest, quote, climate change deniers. And so they're going to use these as, hey, we set the facts on this. If you think anything different from the facts we lay out, you are a terrorist criminal. And Biden literally saying a hey, domestic terrorist, that's the biggest threat we've got in America today. They're going for broke on these two topics, Becky.
2: Absolutely. This is an attempt to convert America into a Marxist dystopia on the order of North Korea, Russia, Stalinist Russia, China, Cuba. Um, and they realize this is pretty much their last shot, and they are going for broke, as you say.
1: I don't even know how to respond. (laughs) It is just so diabolical. And the problem is they're admitting the truth. We have the facts on our side, but we don't have a big enough media to wake up enough of the masses to really tell the story. We don't have enough media to really alert the people to these frauds, these manipulations. I mean, our listeners get it and I'm grateful that they do but there's certainly not enough of us telling the tales for the American people to wake up. Here's the next headline. Students offered school credit towards graduation for getting the cocoa Vax now. Hey, you get the vaccine, we'll let you graduate from high school, Becky. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, crazy. The, uh, yeah, it is. And, and the poor schlubs that took the vaccine when it first came out with no bribes whatsoever must be kicking themselves. If they had just held out a little bit, they could have made out.
1: It's just a, it's just insane, and I really don't know how to respond to it because it's just become so dishonest in the narrative. Anything we bring up, they just double down and say, you're lying, you don't know, you're an extremist, you're a terrorist, you're crazy. Now the latest headline said Donald Trump won't be let back on Facebook or Twitter anytime soon, which we can say is no big deal. It's a badge of honor to get kicked off, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? They've got enough media in there controlling the narrative in shocking ways. And most folks just can't get the truth. For example, a lot of the harm uh, that's been done by these vaccines and stuff like that, they've minimized the truth on this to the point where, Hey, a lot of people just don't know the truth. They can't get in possession of the facts. And you kind of wonder what'll happen to a nation that can't get in possession of facts to make wise decisions. I mean, their destruction is assured.
2: I think that's where your audience comes in, Sam. Um, I have readers write to me how much they envy my platform. And it's like, no, I actually envy your platform because I pretty much preach to the choir. People who click on my articles and people who listen to you, Sam, pretty much already agree with us. Every once in a while, somebody will write me and they'll say, you know, I started reading your stuff and now I understand freedom and thank you so much. But on the whole... The audience that you're speaking to, Sam, and my readers pretty much agree with us. You have friends and family that will never tune in, Sam, that will never read a word I write. You are the only manual on freedom they'll ever see. You need to be talking to them, do so politely, do so with facts. Be prepared for them to react emotionally, okay because, Most Americans are reflexively Marxist. That's what they've heard throughout their education in the public garage. That's what they hear. And and let's be clear, Becky.
1: Let's be clear. They're Marxist, not because they really even uh, believe in Marxist ideology. It's because they've been taught that, and that's their reference point and their understanding, and they don't even realize that's their reference point. They've been That's deceived right. for the point that they're promoting Marxism while they would claim they're against Marxism, for instance, right? That's
2: absolutely correct. The, the public schools have brainwashed them, and after they get done with their uh, you know, 12 years in public uh, school, they go home and they watch 12 hours of media every day. And this is what has turned them into Marxists. Most people, honestly, Sam, my feeling is, and the impression I've gotten is that most people really don't care that much about politics. They just want to live their lives. They just want to be successful. They want to have a good marriage. They want to get their kids off to a good start. That's really their main interest in life. They don't care about politics, and therefore, they have been reflexively brainwashed to be Marxist. Their orientation is Marxist because that's all they've ever heard. Your audience and my readers need to go to their friends and family, and you need, first of all, to educate yourself on why Freedom is superior to every other system. You need to educate yourself a little bit on Marxism and find out what the beliefs are, such as the central state plans and directs far better than individual people can. And I would suggest that you read up on the subject and then go and just be patient. Remember that Marxists react emotionally. They they cannot reason. Because Marxism denies reality, it strips its adherence of the ability to reason. They can't put two and two together, so they only react emotionally. Now, I'm speaking from experience. I've had plenty of debates with reflexive Marxists, and I'll tell you right now, they are going to get upset with you. They don't like facts. They don't want to, to face reality, but if you gently and persistently keep bringing them along, you are going to change the world one person at a time.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we're flat out of time in hour one. Thank heavens, Becky, staying with us for two hours of hard-hitting talk. A whole lot more news headlines and commentary from Sam and Becky in seconds. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. I agree with Becky that you, my fellow Americans, are the key to rejecting tyranny. Indeed, that's what we need to focus on. We need to turn to God Almighty who promises us he will protect us and heal our land if we repent and turn to him. That is the only real solution. Turn to God and get up and go to work. God save the Republic.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show, Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, live on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. This is the broadcast for May 5th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two. Becky Akers with me. Becky Akers is a well-known author. Two incredible novels. Hailstorm, about Nathan Hale, one of the greatest patriots to ever live, and... Abducting Arnold, the other side of the Benedict Arnold story you've probably never been privy to. And both revolutionary new novels are available. Go to beckyacres.wordpress.com and you can buy the books there. You can read up on it. You can see what other people have thought about the books with the reviews that are posted to her site. Becky Acres with me. She's a freelance writer and historian whose work has appeared literally everywhere. Now, her, her most important uh, venue is probably Liberty Roundtable. I'm just teasing. But she's been you know featured in the Christian Science Monitor, uh, the Washington Post, Barron's, the New York Post, American History Magazine, the Independent Review, Military History Magazine, the Ottawa Citizen, lewrockwell.com, forbes.com, not to mention many other publications and websites. Becky, welcome back. Thank you so much, Sam. There's so much to talk about. There's so little time to do it. Here's the deal. Now people are saying they're going to use, and we talked last hour about the vaccines. If you didn't get caught up, you better go listen and get caught up quick. It'll be up after the show. Uh, But we're going to start now and say, look, these vaccines have been sinister and abusive and dishonest from the start. Does truth matter? Asked Ron Paul, wise point. The WHO finally admits the tests are bogus and they're manipulating the test results now to make the vaccines look like they're working. If the CDC was honest from the start, the case count would have been way lower and we would not have had the pandemic that they manipulated us into intentionally. And uh, they're looking to get Americans vaccinated to the point of cash rewards. They're literally telling you Pfizer's making huge billions of dollar profits. Can the jab be forced on people under the current law? Yes, they're pushing for U.S. vaccine passports, and they're doing so coordinatedly around the world with a G7 and more. They're even offering students school credit to get vaccinated. The list just goes on and on. But now it even gets more sinister, Becky, because they're literally trying to create two classes of citizens. Those who are vaxxed and those who are not. Your response?
2: Goes <laughs> um, that's what we were saying before. People who are in favor of the vaccines. The shots. I've got to discipline myself not to call them vaccines because they are not vaccines. People who are in favor of these shots need to understand that no matter how vociferous you are for them, you are going to create a two tiered society. Now, isn't it interesting, Sam, that these people that are so in favor of vaccine passports usually are Marxists, usually are communists. And they will be the first to rise up and protest when a, a society imposes apartheid based on skin color or sex or any other um, criterion. But for some reason, it's perfectly okay to create a shot apartheid. Those who have received it will be accorded full privileges in society, and those who haven't, well, sorry, you just don't get to participate anymore. Now, this is so anti-American, anti-natural law, anti-constitutional, anti-decency, anti-God. Why aren't Americans rising against this idea? I don't care how strongly you approve of the shots. You need to step forth and register your protest against the horrific apartheid these public health Nazis are trying to create.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, now they say breakthrough cases of COVID-19 emerging among fully vaccinated Americans. That's the National Vaccine Information Center with that report. Uh, NVIC.org. This is becoming more and more evident to where um, my hope is that they won't be able to contain the lies. That at some point, not only will we have breakthrough cases of of the vaccines, where people still have the COVID, so people kind of know the truth. But I really hope, uh, Becky, that we in the media can break through with their lies. And if we can just catch a break in this, pray to God Almighty we can, we can literally raise the narrative to the point where they won't be able to reject our claims. Okay, and and that's what we need to hope for and push for, Becky.
2: And it isn't all dark out there, Sam. There are other uh, places that are realizing what's going on. For instance, there was a private school in Florida that promised it would not allow vaccinated teachers to interact with students because of the danger of, quote, shedding. I don't know whether you've gotten into this or not, Sam, but these vaccines... Yes, I have.
1: We'll talk. Let's talk about this in detail. First off, okay. when you say this, you want to back up and set the stage so people understand. Shedding is a term used by the scientific community for when you get vaccinated, what happens to you after your vaccination affects everybody around you. Becky?
2: Yes, your body is giving off protein spikes. They can infect the people around you. I mentioned before babies that have been near their vaccinated mothers. One infant died, okay, after the mother who had been vaccinated nursed it. It died a couple days later, okay? Um, The media and the public health Nazis will blame all that on underlying conditions. They refuse to acknowledge that there are so many deaths, And so many mishaps from these vaccines, not only in the vaccinated, but in people around them. Okay? I read an article yesterday uh, that included outtakes from scientific papers uh, submitted by or submitted to the WHO, I believe it was. Not clear on the details, but at any rate, quoting from scientific papers that were a couple years old and were talking about the benefits of shedding. In other words, this has been planned, okay? This is not just coincidental. This is not something they didn't foresee in these experimental vaccines or experimental shots. Please, folks, always insert shot. Every time I say vaccine, I'm working on it, but I'm not there yet uh, to to stop using the word vaccine because that's not what these are. Um, But at any rate, this was a uh, an area of research and its primary application would be for wild animal populations. Okay. So if you can uh, give one mouse a shot that renders him sterile and you can make that shot such that he will go back to his cohorts and spread that among the other uh, mice and you know, eventually exterminate the entire population. They won't be able to breed anymore. So in a few generations, we have no more mice. All right. That was its application. But of course, immediately, malicious actors saw the application for human beings. This has been deliberately planned, that the people who have been vaccinated will associate with us. So, Sam, I don't expect these passports to come into play for a few months yet you see, because it works to their advantage to have the vaccinated come around and infect the rest of us. And I don't mean with COVID. I mean with serious things like your body's DNA is altered. Uh, Various systems in your body don't function anymore because the DNA has been tampered with. Okay. So that's what's going on with this shedding. Again, this has been planned. This was recognized. This is hoped for. The people behind this pandemic, being Marxists and atheists, are utterly brutal and ruthless, okay? We are dealing with the reincarnation of Stalin and Hitler, okay? So um, you should be aware of this as you contemplate their plans for us.
1: it's hard to understand it's so diabolical and so evil and so in your face and so ruthless that you can't scarcely believe it exists ladies and gentlemen but here's the deal you know the battle is this what if we're wrong and what if the vaccines are legitimate and the government's all on the up and up and there really is a serious pandemic and the government really has your best interest in mind and they want to save you what if that's the truth But what if they make a mistake and the vaccines aren't safe and effective and they make a mistake because these are all experimental? Even in the best scenario you can imagine, I don't see how this goes well. Uh, The only best scenario is that not only are they ambivalent in their intentions, but yet they luckily, uh, you know, they rushed a vaccine to market and they got lucky and it doesn't have near the ramifications that every other experiment in these fake vaccines has failed. So now when they do the human uh, reality, are they going to get lucky and it's going to be successful? Let's rewind back to, what, 1976? Didn't they try to roll out a vaccine? Uh, very similar indeed that they had to recall and, and literally killed a bunch of people, Becky. So their That's track like- record is dismal, to say the least. If you study the truth and if you stick with science and facts, their track record is dismal. Go ahead, Becky.
2: Uh it- I read something the other day that said other vaccines for other illnesses, diphtheria and uh, TB and that sort of thing, uh, that they do not have a single death to their credit. Worldwide, there are something like, I haven't seen the latest figures, but a few days ago it was something like 5,000, 5,800, something like that, um, people who have died after taking this COVID shot. So this is a huge, huge difference. And, you know, again, not vaccines. They are, and I'm not in favor of any vaccine, uh, so I don't want that misunderstood, but I'm just saying um, other vaccines have not produced these kinds of side effects. They have not produced the number of deaths that the COVID one has. Um, this is just really toxic and poisonous and People who are dispensing it and all in favor of it are enemies of mankind.
1: All right, Ink tight. Becky Akers with us, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live.
8: Recent studies show that parents who smoke in the home are more likely to have children who smoke.
7: Yes, in fact, my brother, he's 22 now, he told me and my father that's why he started smoking. One of the reasons why he started smoking is because my dad was around, you know, and he—he, he, my dad, they saw my dad smoking. My dad said, okay, I don't want you to smoke. I don't want you to you know, watch what I'm doing.
8: Recent studies also show that in homes where parents don't smoke, their children usually don't smoke either.
7: I am the way... I am because my grandparents taught me what not to do. They gave me morals. They gave me belief. They gave me something to believe in. They just taught me well. I love them. (laughs) I do.
8: Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
3: If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, Tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other health care professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life.
0: promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's hard to even deal with this discussion in honesty. I mean, there's, there's so many fiascos related to vaccines. I can think of several of them myself. One has to do with the measles. They gave people measles shots, and they had live v- measles, and they gave people the measles. Then they did the same thing with polio when it was a meltdown, and they had to recall it. 1976 comes to mind when they rushed a vaccine to market. They say the shadow of the 1976 swine flu v- um, vaccine fiasco. Ladies and gentlemen, they've got a bad track record is the problem here. And now they rush something to market. And then here's what I find even more sinister than anything else almost. They run around and go, I don't see why people are hesitant to take these vaccines. And from the experiments they've done with the blacks and the, what is it, the statistics, uh, Stikiki, is that how you say it? Uh, You know, where they literally gave people syphilis and all this kind of stuff, experimenting on certain populations, and then the vaccines that have literally failed, where they've had to do recalls, where people are dead and people are getting uh, the illness from the vaccines and everything else. And then they're like, I don't see why people are so hesitant on this, Becky. I just don't see. I don't see how they're so irrational and they just don't. I mean, they just don't have the trust they should in us. I think are these people uh, I, literally that stupid?
2: It infuriates me, Sam. I keep reading how Biden. The usurper uh, is sure that if we only have the right information, if we only quit listening to misinformation, we'll all line up to be jabbed. And he just wants to get the right information out That's code for propaganda. And I don't buy it. I'm insulted and offended every single time I hear this patronizing pap from this buffoon. That if I just had the right information, I, I would know how to decide. I'd do things his way. I would just let him make all my decisions for me because he knows so much more than I do. I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: It's hard to even know how to respond to all this. Okay. Vaccines have failed so many times. And they what what's interesting to me is they rush it to market right and then they wonder why we're hesitant when it's in an experimental stage they haven't dotted the i's and crossed the t's and they make it sound like anybody who even has hesitancy is just insane and this proves that they don't have facts on their side when you start to to uh, attack your enemy personally becky your nose is too long becky you the, okay you know they're flat out out of arguments you know that they're absolutely melting down hoping that you'll be deceived enough long enough to move forward with their agenda far enough to where you won't be able to stop their abuses. They don't care as long as they sterilize enough Americans. They don't care as long as they, and you would say, well, Sam, you don't even have proof that there's sterilization in these vaccines. No, I don't, but I know their track record of dishonesty. And I know their track record of former sterilization programs in America. Even I know their track record of dishonest vaccine rollouts that they've had to recall. I know the fiasco of giving people polio and giving people measles and, and getting people sick. I know about all that and it's not lost on me, but they hope that they can attack us uh, and attack us personally long enough for people to be deceived to where, well, okay, later they'll admit, you know what? There wasn't really a pandemic, but we had to do something. I mean, the world was going to, the world was going to be destroyed Becky because of global warming or because of climate change. And we had to stop them from just making babies for crying out loud. We had to, and, and literally they'll admit all this on the back end when it's too late, And when it'll be in the shadows of discussions, not for the mainstream, well, why get incensed? This was 20 years ago. uh, That's what they'll do with this thing, won't they?
2: Bill Gates is on record. uh, And I encourage all of you, if you're skeptical about what we're saying, look it up. He is on record as saying there are too many people in the world and we need to reduce the population. If you Google, and he gives numbers, I don't remember offhand what they are, but by billions, okay, billions and billions of people need to be eliminated. If you Google Bill Gates and depopulation, you should get the videos of his coming out with, with pronouncements like that.
1: There you have it. I don't even know how to respond. But look, I believe it'll be a two-pronged approach. They'll use illness vaccines. It won't always be the cocoa. In other words, it won't always be COVID-19. They'll roll out a different strain or a different, I don't know what word they use, because then people argue that there's not even different strains. What do you call it? A different presentation? A morphed virus? I don't know. But they're going to use this till the cows come home. And they're going to literally use a ping-pong effect for the people when they don't believe they're gaining ground on the cocoa they'll take a break from it but then what they'll do is they'll move to the climate change discussion and then they'll come back to the cocoa when you just thought that it was out of your psyche just thought that we were over it just thought that well we don't need passports it's like gun control they'll just keep it coming back coming back we didn't get passports the first time everybody rallied against it but you know what we're gonna go for the passports the next time And the next time, and they'll keep at it, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the next move. AOC. uh, What is she? Um, Representative from the state poor Becky's from. (laughs) AOC, Ocasio-Cortez. Is she your rep?
2: Uh, No, she's not from the, she doesn't represent the area I am unfortunately cursed to live in. And I want to clarify, I am not from New York. I am in New York, but not of New York.
1: Understood. Anyway, AOC says this. Ready? Move over Marine Corps. She's creating a climate corp. (laughs) Yeah. She's ready to go, buddy. You can laugh at her, but you know what? When she gets mojo behind it, what's it going to happen? They're already threatening to arrest climate change deniers. Uh, Joe Biden literally doubling down on this climate change agenda to where what's going to happen? Are you going to be able to have hot water? Are you going to be able to have AC in the summer? What? Where is this going to go? Are you going to be able to drive a car. Or be forced to take public transportation. Uh, you know where? Where is this going to end up? And it sounds like a joke, and I know it's laughable. On one hand, on the other hand, these people are so dead serious, so in your face, so abusive that they'll seesaw, they'll ting tong or ping pong between the cocoa or whatever you want to call it. It'll morph into. Uh, because remember, they said global warming was the problem. Then they said global cooling was the problem. Now they say climate change. So they'll get rid of the COVID-19. What they'll eventually say is due to global illness and global climate change, uh, uh, Becky, we have got to control you.
2: Yeah. And under that, that guys, is- will,
1: will emerge the tyranny. Becky?
2: That is the common denominator, and that's why all of these schemes basically boil down to Karl Marx, okay? These people are dedicated Marxists. Climate change and that whole uh, myth and uh, system of belief, and it is that, folks. It is just a system of religious belief. Um, Karl Marx came up with his theories uh, as a direct challenge to Christianity. He wanted to create a false religion. He was a Satanist. He hoped to have Satan worshipped instead of the Lord, and he came up with his theory as a direct parody of Christianity. Uh, all of these different isms, feminism and uh, environmentalism and racism. These are all offshoots of Marxist theory. And the common denominator is that we need a strong central government to control all the bad people out there. You see, whether they're racist, whether they're polluters whether they are uh, male misogynists, we need a big, strong central government to control them all. And so Marxists have been assaulting Americans on multiple fronts for the last 150 years. Okay, And this is why you had the rise of the environmental movement. This is why you have feminism. This is why you've had this huge push for civil rights ever since the 1960s. It is a multi-pronged assault on American values, on individualism, on prosperity from the Marxists. So be aware of that. This pandemic is the latest in their scheme of attack. And they have been, as I mentioned before, planning this for decades They have succeeded wildly. It's really a mark of shame on Americans how easily Marxists overcame us and how supinely we have behaved in the face of what they call an existential threat that is no such thing. But uh, since they have succeeded so wildly with this, you can count on their keeping going and on morons and Marxists and by the way, AOC is not, you know, everybody knows how stupid she is. I saw a meme the other day with her picture on it and said single handedly ending blonde jokes. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. But at any rate, um she is a tool. She is. Her strings are being pulled by people far smarter than she is. Everything she says, they have floated beforehand. Everything she does, they have approved. These people, she's a puppet, and they are pulling her strings. And their only goal is to turn the rest of America that has not yet succumbed to Marxist, Marxism into full-fledged Marxism.
1: When we get back, some comments from Joe Biden on the same topic as Ocasio-Cortez. I agree she's a buffoon, but I also agree that there's big money and big power behind this global initiative, ladies and gentlemen. Make no mistakes. Changes are coming. Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA Radio News with Dan DeRocky.
9: Lawyers for former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin have filed an appeal requesting a new trial following his murder convictions last month. In the filing, attorney Eric Nelson alleges that the publicity surrounding the trial kept Chauvin from receiving a fair trial. It also alleges that the court's refusal to change the trial's venue or fully sequester the jury were abuses of discretion. Chauvin was found guilty last month of unintentional second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter in the May 2020 death of George Floyd. And in his first testimony before Congress as Attorney General, Merrick Garland told a House panel that the Justice Department needed an increase in funding. Garland testified in front of the House Appropriations Committee Tuesday on his department's need for funding to combat domestic terrorism and the opioid crisis and to prosecute hate crimes. You're listening to USA Radio News.
2: Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. When I first switched over, because I stopped taking the other supplements I was taking and switched over all the way to balance of nature, I really noticed a huge difference. It was amazing, like better sleep. Better attention, better energy. It was just really, really great. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA.
9: You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years. Folks, it's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, get two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one or call 1-800-951-8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now. President Biden set a new goal Tuesday for COVID vaccinations in the U.S., saying he would push for 70% of the adult population to have received at least one dose by July 4th. The CDC says that about 56% of American adults have so far gotten at least one shot. Admiral Breckowar believes that 70% is an achievable goal. The former HHS assistant secretary tells Fox News that current trends show that the country is already seeing the light at the end of the pandemic tunnel.
3: 70% is not a magic number, but what we're seeing right now in 39 out of 50 states is the R, not to get geeky, but the R is less than 1, means, meaning that cases are continuing to decline, even in places like Texas, that are fully open with 100% occupancy, with everybody going around their daily business. So um, we are really, that light is almost at, you know, we're at the end of the tunnel right now. We're seeing it, and again, uh, very achievable by July 4th to get that, uh, that percentage of 70% done.
9: You're listening to USA Radio News.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-gooders to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, Sam Bushman back with you live. Becky Akers riding shotgun on the show. Check out her award-winning novels, ladies and gentlemen, The Abducting Arnold. An incredible book about Benedict Arnold, one of the greatest patriots ever known. Abducting Arnold. The other book, Hailstorm, about Nathan Hale. (laughs) You ever heard of the other side of the Benedict Arnold story? You can hear it now. How about Nathan Hale, one of the greatest patriots ever known as well? Uh, You know what? The truth shall make you free. Ron Paul, does the truth even matter? Ladies and gentlemen, they're using climate change and global illness as their goal. All right. So you can say AOC. She's a buffoon, I agree, but the controllers behind her have big money and big power. She says, hey, move over, Marine Corps, we're creating a Climate Corp. Earth Day, just a few days ago, Joe Biden pledges 50% cut in U.S. emissions. Now, is that even possible? And if so, what life changes will be required for that to take place? Joe Biden, quote, this will be a decisive decade for tackling climate change. Biden unveils sweeping climate goal and plans to meet it. Uh, Critics say it's breathtaking in scope. Joe Biden literally even said America represents only 15% of the world's emission. This is true or correct. According to carbon emissions, the U.S. just or produces just 15% Of the global total. So, you know what? If we cut our emissions fifteen or fifty percent, what will it do to our society, to our culture, to our lives, to our and how will that look? I mean, if we only output fifteen percent, we're not even responsible for eighty five percent of the problem, even if you accept that it's legitimate. Cutting ours back, what will it do to the economy, to society, to business, to your day to day living? Will you be able to drive a car? Will you be able to use an AC unit? Will you be able to eat meat? What? What changes will this kind of thing require? Becky, this is breathtaking in its scope, and the problem is they literally have plenty of money and plenty of power and global backing for this agenda that's not even the truth in the first place.
2: No, it's not the truth. It's more Marxism, and this is an attempt to cripple Americans. It's an attempt to take away our independence, our autonomy. It's an attempt to bring all of us under government control, under the control of bureaucrats at the EPA, um, under the control of people who are smug and self-righteous and who think that they are qualified to lead our lives for us, who think that they are qualified to make decisions for us. Uh, We're just stupid. We're in flyover country. We need to be bossed around. Um, there aren't words bad enough to describe this evil agenda, and we need to resist it with every ounce of our beings. Um, I keep hoping that patriots are going to rise up. They're going to boot this usurper out of office. They're going to take back their liberty. Um, I'm encouraged, Sam, that the uh, DC has a fence around it now. We are caging the criminals. Uh, This would be very tactically, very easy to uh, enforce some sort of um, ambush on them or some sort of blockade. All we have to do is cut off truck access to D.C. and uh, prevent anyone entering or leaving, and we have won the the battle. Okay, Uh, this is... we need to rise up against these people. It's unfortunate that Marxists do not listen to reason. I explained before that when you are talking to friends and relatives, you should be prepared for the fact they can't logically think through a problem. Okay, Um, so that will be the problem with the a uh, battle that we're going to have to fight with these people. They do not listen to reason. Ergo, we cannot logically seduce them away from their religious fanaticism and belief in Marxism. The only thing Marxists traditionally listen to, and if you don't believe me, read the history of any country in which Marxists have triumphed as they're trying to do here, Cambodia, Cuba, Stalinist Russia, Um, Nazi Germany is a variant of communism, okay, I know Hitler denied it and his top lieutenants denied it, uh, except for Goebbels who, who did not understand why they were at war with Russia when Russia was on their side, a fellow Marxist country, okay, any country that Marxists have subsumed, they have done so with force, that's all they understand. We cannot reason these people out of their delusions, out of their false faith. They only pay attention to bullets. It's a sad fact, but it's one we all need to come to grips with. I don't think we're going to be able to reverse what's going on short of armed resistance.
1: I pray you're wrong. Sadly, sadly, ladies and gentlemen, I predict that she's correct. And the only reason I say this and agree with her is because these tyrants are so either one evil and or two deceived that there's no changing their mind. And the problem with these people is, and, and I'll give you some examples to make the point. I'm fine to say, I think that the COVID is bogus and not really a big threat. Now don't get me wrong. It's killed people. I don't deny that it exists. But what I deny is that it's a big threat. Look, 99% of the population won't die even if they get it. Plus, right? 99 plus. If you take ivermectin, a very inexpensive medications, they say all over the globe they've done studies that it reduces deaths and hospitalizations and etc. cetera and uh, severe reactions to the COVID by 75%. So now you take that 1% at most that'll even die from the COVID. You take the maybe 10% at most that'll get sick and go to the hospital. And then you literally take ivermectin, for instance, and uh, it'll reduce 75% of that. Most people are just fine anyway. So they're pushing the vaccines, ignoring the real science and the real inexpensive available solutions, anybody who brings up these solutions is marginalized and ridiculed and mocked, and if they're any kind of professional, quote, physician, uh, scientist, anybody else, their careers are absolutely ruined. They're not interested in the truth on this thing. They're not interested in real solutions at all on this thing because they have an agenda. Uh, But understand this. They are literally dividing the people, and they are going to push these things to the hilt. And so I don't mind if you believe the vaccine's real and you believe that you need to take it. By all means, go ahead. But take it and stay away from me, okay? Uh, And the problem becomes, you know what? We say, oh, well, if you've been vaxxed, stay away from me. They say, if you haven't been vaxxed, stay away from me. And so you create this societal conundrum where, you know, what do you do? Well, the vaxxers aren't even satisfied with me not taking the vaccine, even though I'm okay with them choosing to take the vaccine, not because I want to be near them after they've taken it, I don't want their shedding and all this stuff. But I understand that they have the right to choose as they see fit also. And I don't want to take that right away from them. That's not what liberty-loving Americans do. But they want to take our right away from us. They want to force us to wear a mask. They don't want me to choose as I think best. They want to force me to get vaccinated. They don't want me to choose what I think is best. Climate change, same discussion. They don't want me to be able to choose to eat a hamburger. They want me to eat this fake meat, beyond meat, or whatever they call it, some whacked out, grown in a lab. I don't know what it'll do to you, man. It might grow a third horn. Who knows? They don't even have the, the research into the future of what it'll do to your body over time. Nevertheless, they're pushing it. And, it, and I'm fine if they want to eat beyond meat. I'm fine if they want to go ahead and not drive a car and, and walk or ride a bicycle or whatever, take a sailing vessel across the sea rather than a, an airline or a motorized um, you know, boat of, you know, boat vessel of some kind. Okay, I get it. I'm okay with them making those choices. But what they want to do is say our choice has to become your choice. And that's where the tyranny of this thing becomes reality. Okay. They don't want me, me to be able to research it, choose for myself. They won't even let transparent information go out about factual information where I can decide for myself. They want to control the facts, control the narrative, and then they want to say if you disagree, you're the enemy. And because of that. I submit to you that even though I pray Becky's wrong, I'm predicting she's right. They will not give up. Okay, I'm fine to say if you don't want a gun, turn in all your guns. Go ahead. But I want to be able to have the God-given inalienable right of self-defense codified in the Second Amendment. Okay, my rights come from God, not from the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment just puts government bureaucrat on notice. At least it's supposed to if the people are awake enough to make sure that happens. Well, all I'm telling you is I don't want to take away somebody's right whether they want a gun or not. Be, Be my guest. But don't force your agenda on me. And that's where we're at when it comes to abortion, when it comes to gun rights, when it comes to belligerent spending, when it comes to the COVID vaccines, when it comes to climate, whatever you call it, climate control, climate change. They aren't satisfied with letting us have our own opinions and disagree agreeably. They will force their will on us. And as a result, I don't know when, But if they continue and persist, eventually they will force a war. I pray it doesn't happen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not advocating for this. But I agree with Becky that I'm convinced that it will be reality. Because these people will never stop. Liberty Roundtable Live.
7: As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile.
10: and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Becky Akers on your radio. We're talking about this diabolical evil that's moving across the planet at an unprecedented speed. Uh, so, uh, you know what? Joe Biden wants to reduce emissions by 50%. When we output 15% of the world's emissions, one five, and we want to reduce 50, five zero percent by 2030. What does that look like for you and me? Uh, Any idea what kind of changes that will require, Becky?
2: Well, what it will look like for you and me is very different from how it will look to our rulers. I point to John Kerry, who owns how many planes and how many mansions and how many cars and who has been caught flying off to climate warming conferences in his private jet, which burns, I forget how many thousands of gallons of fuel an hour. And when he is uh, reprimanded for this, his response is, I'm doing very important work. People like me are essential. (laughs) The arrogance in something like that, and the absolute refusal to understand that he's the problem, not the solution, it's just mind-boggling.
1: You know, it's hard to know what to do about it. I don't know what the changes will be like, though. Personally, I mean, will you be able to have AC in the summer? Will you be able to drive well, you your know- car under day-to-day normalcy? Will you be able to take a shower every day? Will you be able to? What will you be? Will you be able to eat hamburger or meat of any kind? You know, what what will it look like? And every time someone makes an outrageous claim, hey, you won't be able to eat meat, Joe's like, ah, I'm not stopping everybody from eating meat. But when you dig into the Ocasio-Cortez plan uh, or other people's plans or things that Biden, the back end of this thing, you find out that, well, they won't really force you to quit eating meat. But the corporations will start to just sell beyond meat there, Becky. And and anyway, it goes on and on with the diabolical deception here.
2: And you remember that meme that came out, uh, from the World Economic Forum that by 2025, no one will own anything and we'll all be happy about it. Okay. Now that's pure Marxism. Um, actually the people who there will still be people who own something. They're all going to be the rulers. They will own us. We will be slave labor. This is the way Marxism always works. And all you have to do is read some history, read about the Cambodian society, what happened to them when Marxists took over the country, read about Stalin's Russia and what happened there when communism took over the country, read about Hitler's Germany and what happened there when a different variant of Marxism took over the country, all of these countries with strong, central, totalitarian governments that controlled every aspect of life. And that is what the Marxists have planned for here, with them in control. Um, We are seeing the preliminary steps of Marxist triumph. Um, Sam, I've predicted a couple months ago, and I'm sticking by this prediction, with the persecution of Donald Trump. Now, let me say I'm not a, a Trump fan. So what has happened to that man is is the mark of a banana republic. This is what Marxists do, and they take over a country. They go after the opposition. And the hilarious thing about this is I don't think Donald Trump has too many principles except advancing Donald Trump. I think the Trumpers have put all kinds of ideals onto him. It's kind of like a Rorschach test. You know, whatever whatever ideals you have, those are the ones you see in him Um But it is disgraceful, the political persecution of Trump as well as the January 6th Patriots, okay? This is a Marxist tactic where you demonize the opposition, the political opposition. You take Patriots who are simply protesting an illegal and stolen election and you act as though they are trying to overthrow the government when what they were trying to do was protect the existing constitutional order. Um, What we will next have... After these kangaroo trials of these patriots, and I hope all of us are praying for them daily, after these kangaroo trials have proceeded for a while, we are then going to start seeing executions of political opponents, okay? And they will go after the big guys first. They will go after Trump. And they will do
1: it under the guise of their terrorists, their insurrectionists, and we have no choice. The law requires it, by golly. That's
2: it. That's it. Look how well it's worked so far with the January 6th patriots. Okay, has there been a mass uprising? Have the rest of us said, you know what? You're throwing those people in jail. You are ruining their lives because they were protesting. They are dissidents. That's what they are. I will not stand by while they are thrown into jail. There's been no major uprising. I don't know if there will be when the executions start, but mark me. When executions start, they don't stop with the top guys. Read any history of any Marxist country. Eventually, you are gonna be in front of the firing squad. So we need to stand up, we need to stand up soon or this is gonna progress to a point where we can't take it back. When they come for our guns, that ought to be the line in the sand. They cannot disarm us. And Marxists always disarm the population. When they start that, I plead with you, stand up, fire back at them because once they have our guns, all hope is gone.
1: And we hope, ladies and gentlemen, with our educational platforms and everything else to avert that, we hope that we can basically stand up now uh, and, you know what, prevent greater carnage and greater uh, violent whatever uh, later. You know, we're not advocating for violence. Let's be very clear about this because what they'll do if we tell the tale Uh, they'll basically say that we're the ones that were itching for a fight, itching for violence, um, you know, under what they'll say is, you know, you guys talk a good game on the surface, but underneath you have war, evil intentions. See, they lie even in that scenario. We want a peaceful outcome, ladies and gentlemen, but the only way to get a peaceful outcome is to reduce the government by like 90%. And until we get that done, it's a coming. And the only way to get that done is to reduce the size and scope and mandates of government. We, the people, need to reject it and say, look, we don't want your government. We don't want some global change, global denier, global whatever core that Ocasio-Cortez wants to create to manipulate us all and to create young Hitler youth equivalents, uh, climate change style. But if you're a denier, we'll arrest you and throw you in jail. You have no right to deny. You have no right to think or believe as you choose. Okay, this kind of stuff sounds uh, innocent and laughable because she's this little girl that babbles at the mouth and you know she's not credible. But the problem you got to understand is she's got big money and big business and big corporate world behind her. You remember this, uh, Greta, Fens, uh, what is it? Um, Thunberg. Something Berg, Thunberg. Yeah, Thunberg.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, Greta Thunberg. Okay, she's you know 15 years old. She's like autistic. At least she was when she started. Right now I know she's older. I get it. But and she would literally run around, babble at the mouth. She got carte blanche access to speak at the United Nations event. Shame on you people for ruining the country for me and. You know, this poor autistic girl is being u- used and abused. She's literally taking these boats across the globe so that she doesn't, you know, mess with the environment or whatever else and all this stuff. And, you know, this be uh, Cortez and 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 a Greta. These people are being used as pawns, but there is big money and big agenda behind this and make no mistake about it. And And I, and I highlight this because we better wake up and act now for peaceful solutions. And, and I want to be clear, that's what we're advocating for. Uh, I also don't want to be such a wimp, though, that we won't be as our founders. We will be. If they come to take our guns, if they come to literally disarm us, we better do something because otherwise we will not be able to. The fathers understood that fundamental principle. The founders were very patient as well, like we ought to be. You know what? We ought to not throw off government for light or transient reasons. At the same time, we better not wait too long or we, in my opinion, forged the chains of our tyranny, Becky?
2: Sam, when I look around at what is happening now, <laughs> the founders would be done stacking the bodies, okay? They would never have tolerated this. If you know anything about the colonial and revolutionary period, the interference of the British government in colonial life was minuscule compared to what's going on with us now. Um it, Someone in this modern era that reads about the colonial grievances, you come away from it like I did, saying, you guys are willing to go to war over this? I mean, this is incredible. But they understood something that modern Americans don't. You have to nip tyranny in the bud. You cannot let it grow and grow and become full-fledged totalitarianism because at that point you're no longer armed, you see. A government strong enough to give you stimulus checks is strong enough to strip your guns from you a government strong enough to vote trillions and trillions in debt on the country is strong enough to disarm you okay they understood that and that's why they were and and let's
1: make it more let's make it more poignant because people are saying well we're not disarmed right now you're right but they're also strong enough to force you to stay in your home and be locked down that's it yep
2: They are strong enough at this point to close down church services. That has never happened in the history of our country, ever. That ought to scare all of us silly, okay? They have done things this year, multiple things, such as locking down businesses, locking us in our homes. Unprecedented, not only in U.S. history, in world history. These kinds of things, they ought to have us up in arms. We ought to be out in the streets with our guns, challenging them. And the fact that we have supinely accepted this, they, they're taking notice. And believe me, their next thrust is going to be twice as stringent.
1: No doubt, I believe that was a shot across the bow, this Coco fiasco, to see how we would respond and how we'd react. And no doubt, they're taking copious notes. And no doubt this is serious, ladies and gentlemen. Our hope is in God, though. And I don't know if you know, but National Day of Prayer is tomorrow. That's good news. I'm not for a mandate or a law mandating a National Day of Prayer at all. But I am for Americans getting together and saying, hey, we believe that turning to Almighty God is important. Let's voluntarily encourage everybody together to turn to God Almighty and and seek for relief, seek for repentance, seek for uh, his blessing, because he can heal our land. And he can protect us from these out-of-control tyrannical thugs, if we but turn to him. So the National Day of Prayer is tomorrow. We'll talk more about that on tomorrow's broadcast uh, as well. Do you want to finish on that thought, Becky? I
2: I would ask everyone to beseech the Almighty in behalf of our country. Um, There is no way we are going to defeat the satanic forces arrayed against us without fervent prayer to Almighty God. Um, Jesus Christ is the savior. He founded this country. I am convinced anyone who reads the history of the American Revolution comes away absolutely convicted that this country was founded by the Almighty. There are too many unexplained miracles, too many close uh, escapes for the Continental Army, the Patriots. Uh, to to, for it to be explained any other way But that almighty God founded this nation And we need to remind him of that Remind him of the great work he's done in history Take faith from that And beseech him to bless this country one more time Sam, I pray daily the Lord will go ahead of us And slay all the Marxists As he did the Assyrian army when it threatened Judah
1: we're seeking for the people that are be prepared to meet Jesus Christ when he returns. We want to be that kind of people, whether it's in our lifetimes or not, mattereth not. The fact is we want to work towards following Jesus Christ and being the kind of people to receive our king when he returns. The only king will accept. For Becky Akers and Sam Bushman, we the people along with the grace of the Almighty can and will stand for the sacred cause of liberty. We ask you as humbly as we can to join us and to turn to God Almighty. God save the Republic of the United States.